get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Starting pitchers, they used to drink during the game. Yeah. I mean, drink. It wasn't like... One dude. I remember 2005 White Sox. I mean, Mark Burley pitched in the World Series drunk. Came in and got the save. He was drunk. <laughs> like, he was full drunk. Uh, it wasn't like, it wasn't a, not a... On I'm, start days, guys were drinking? Not on start. No, right. no, I'm saying on no. start. No, not on start days. Just no. clarifying for everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. not on start days. But yes. on, you, you would see a guy in dugout. They'd have a cup. And there was usually an adult beverage in it. Mm-hmm. They were starting pitchers. They had no chance in the American League to get in the game. They were like... Pfft. What else you gonna do for four hours sitting there? So why why did they pick on on his squad when everyone was doing it? Because it, it was, was Boston? Boston. Yeah. That is AJ Przinsky, the former Cardinal, with former Cardinal John Lester on Foul Territory. Here's every weekday from noon to two. We are joined now on the Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN by AJ Przinsky, world champion with the White Sox. Also, of course, played with the Giants and the Twins and here in St. Louis. And he is now one of the hosts of Foul Territory every weekday from 12 to 2 Central. And again, you can check it out on YouTube every single day. AJ, this is Randy Carricker. Brooke Grimsley is here, Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis. How are you doing this morning? I am doing fabulous. How are y'all? We're doing great. We're uh, thrilled that you joined us. And uh, we want to go back, and I think Matthew told you about the clip that we just played with you and and John Lester. It is interesting how the baseball, uh, the culture works that fans are completely unaware of, especially for pitchers that don't uh, have any chance of pitching that day. Uh, yeah, it, it used to, well, it's changed now. It used to be a lot, it used to be a lot different. A lot more fun? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I mean, a lot more fun for them, not for the people that we're having to play. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, listen, you're a starting pitcher. you got five days to do nothing or four days in between starts, and you have to sit there and watch at the time, you know, four-hour baseball games. Uh, yeah, guys are known to indulge in a adult beverage or two maybe. Um, and we didn't see anything wrong with it. I don't know. I don't think that – I don't know. I guess I guess it probably – looking back on it, probably wasn't the best idea. But at the same time, they were—they had no chance of pitching. They had no chance of doing anything in the game usually. So, I, I mean, you know, heck, I mean, I, I guess I was just jealous maybe at the time. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. It, it can also help maybe with just relaxing a little bit. But I know that you guys have talked about a lot on foul ter- territory about Wilson Contreras and the situation with the Cardinals. Have you seen the latest report with Yankees broadcaster Michael Kay where he talked about Wilson Contreras calling pitches that Cardinals pitchers didn't even know? What do you make of that report? I mean, I, we said it the other day on foul territory. Uh, I think it was on Monday, and Michael Case said this on Saturday or Sunday. And to me, it, it, it breaks my heart, man, because Wilson Wilson's a really good player. And I can't imagine that he would come over to a new team and for the money he did, and, and you know, he said, he, did, he said and did all the right things and then not know what guys throw. 
I can understand getting confused if there's new guys or something like that, but they got a pretty veteran staff over there in St. Louis, and he faced a bunch of those guys repeatedly. So it's not like he's going to a team, you know, like let's say Oakland, where they've got a bunch of rookies running in there. I mean, they got a bunch of, of established dudes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I hope it's not true. I haven't seen anybody come out and say it's not true. We had Ryan Helsley on, and he kind of he kind of tried to squash it a little bit, but didn't squash it all the way, I guess. Um, but you know, listen, I hope it's not true because I want Will. You know, I, I played for the Cardinals. Obviously, I I really like the organization, um, and I don't know Wilson that well. But I mean, gosh, you, don't, you never want to see anybody struggling. You don't ever want to see anyone blamed. I've been through that game before, and it's not fun. And especially when he signed a long-term deal with an organization, man. It's just not a good way to go, but gosh, I hope it's not true. AJ, you caught for a number of years in the major leagues, and and it seems like this pitching staff leans so heavily on Yadier Molina. You get a new catcher in, and my question is, how much input do the pitchers and catchers have collectively when going over a scouting report, or is it solely on the catchers to know what pitches and what batters uh, need to face? Well, you know, it, it's weird because in 14, when I played for the Cardinals, uh, Yachty had hurt, gotten hurt. I came over in the middle of the year um, and jumped right in. And it, it's a little bit different because, you know, I I, knew, I just jumped in and was like, all right, I'm just going to immerse myself in Cardinals culture. And, and, again, they had veteran guys. They had Wayne Ryan, Lance Lynn, and some other guys over there. And it was like John La- or John Lockett hadn't come over yet, but he was on his way. And it was like, okay. Let's figure this out. Adam Wainwright's been pretty good for a long time. It shouldn't be this hard. Um, and and so we figured it out. And I caught the first day I was in down. Mike Matheny came to me and said, do you want to catch? You don't know these guys. I go, yeah, I want to, let's go. I didn't come here to sit. <laughs> so I jumped right in. And it was great. And we had a great time. And it worked. Um, now, as far as scouting reports, every team is different. Every team I was on did their scouting reports differently. Sometimes the pitching coach would lead the meeting. Uh, sometimes the catchers would lead the meeting. Sometimes the pitchers themselves would lead the meeting. Um, it just depended on what the organization liked and what they thought was best. Now, the one thing I'll say about Yachty is, is Yachty pretty much, and I've said this again on foul territory, Yachty ran the organization um, from head to toe. I mean, whatever Yachty wanted, Yachty got. Uh, and everyone listened to Yachty. So it's a great feeling as a player if you say, well, you're going to throw this pitch and I know you're not going to shake off. Well, great. And then a pitcher doesn't have to think. The pitcher doesn't even have to worry about it. I mean, they can watch some tape. But at the end of the day, they're like, all right, well, Yachty called curveball. I better throw a curveball. Um so that's that's the thing. I, I think at times the Cardinals were so yachty dependent that they lost some of their, especially their younger guys like a Flaherty or a, uh, you know, someone like that that had never thrown to anybody else. It was just it, it was different, and I think it took some time. And if you remember when Wilson went away and came back, they were doing well again. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, it just it just sucks. It's just a horrible situation because you never want to see anybody go through that again. I went through it, and it, it sucks. A.J. Przinski, former Cardinal, joining us here on 101 ESPN. And A.J., you've talked before about when you came in and the personality of the Cardinal Clubhouse in 2014 and and your conversation with Mo, and you mentioned Lackey, and Matheny called him crusty. Uh, It it seems now, and and I, I wanted to get your opinion on this, baseball is so process-oriented that guys don't have to do baseball things to make it to the major leagues. And it seems like winning and losing is secondary to exit velo and launch angle and stuff like that. How do you see it? Is is that a correct read on my part? Uh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go full crusty like you just went. Low called John, John Lackey, like the old yeah, bitter old guy. But I'll say this. Um, listen, can you play or not? Um, 
I think Luis Arias, we all know, he's sitting about 385 or 390 around there. Uh, guess who has the lowest exit velo in baseball? Luis Arias. Guess what he's doing? He just gets hits, gets on base, and causes havoc, right? Um, so I think there's a fine line. I think do harder exit velocity lead to more hits? Absolutely. Now, the problem is a lot of the high exit velocity guys, they swing so hard they don't make enough contact, so they strike out a ton. And therefore, you know, can the guy drive a guy in from third with less than two outs and not punch out? Hopefully, those are the guys that are special, the guys that can, can change their swings and do different things in different situations. But uh, I don't know that it's gone that far. I think it starts at the youth level. I know my, I have a son that's going to be a junior in high school, and he's going through all the recruiting and through the, the perfect game and the PBR showcases and all that. And at the end of the day, I want a guy that can play. Uh, I want a guy, and, and they're not taught. Um, it's not a knock on any of the coaches. They don't have time because they're, they're, they have you know 10 teams and they're traveling all around the country. But they don't practice. They don't practice fundamentals. They don't practice base running. And so what happens is guys either get to college, get to the minor leagues, and guess what? They don't know these things. And then a lot of times if you talk to a major league coach now, they will say, hey, uh, guys, uh, we have to coach these guys at the major leagues, whereas before they were taught this stuff in the minor leagues. So we agree. Okay. I, <laughs> we agree 100%. No, no, no. I, listen, there's a fine line. There's yeah. a fine line. And for and I'm sorry, I, if Mo called John Lackey crusty, I don't even want to know what he called me because I mean, that team, <laughs> well, team, that was like the nicest team in the world. And I, when I walked in there, I was like, man, y'all should be winning this division by 30 games. And there was a whole you know list of reasons why you know, we ended up winning it. But gosh, we could have, I mean, that team was like a Ferrari. It should have just ran away with it. AJ, of course, you guys have been talking a lot about the Cardinals. I've seen that you've had Ken Rosenthal on. Where do the Cardinals go from here? Because obviously we all know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Are you buying into that the Cardinals will kind of just sell and maybe tear things down at this point? Have they ever? Have the Cardinals ever torn no. anything down? Here's a better question. Have the Cardinals ever gone out and just spent a ton of money really fast to get to get, get to get good really fast and have they ever just said we're going to tear it down no why because the fans come the fans expect them to at least be competitive uh so for them to have a year like this is really an aberration i mean they still have good players i mean goldschmidt arenado Contreras is going to be a good player de young i mean they're outfielders guys newport all those guys uh some of their pitchers the thing for me is where's the starting pitching coming from wayno went on, is going on the il i saw with something they didn't even tell you what was wrong with them uh, you know, Flaherty hasn't been great. Michaels has been good. Um, but, you know, Mass is now in the bullpen. Libertor is a young guy. It, the bullpen's been better. It's like, all right, well, where do we go? But they need starting pitching. They need swing and miss. And that's hard to find. A.J. Prasinski, in uh, four months, you guys have had over 115 active MLB players on foul territory. And you do a great job of taking us behind the curtain. And I know you saw an opening in, in media that wasn't being served. And I think you guys, uh, along with yourself, Todd Frazier, Adam Jones, Eric Kratz, have done a fantastic job of taking fans behind the curtain and telling us things that we didn't know before. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Listen, I, I, get, I'm, I was fortunate I get to do Fox games every Saturday. Um, and you get to see guys, but now with the foul territory stuff, uh, you get you really get to talk to guys for twenty, thirty minutes, and they open up because uh, they trust that they're talking to former players, and it's good. If you haven't if you haven't tuned in or subscribed, tune in. It's free. Uh, it's on Stadium uh, One to Two Eastern, and then Two to Three is on uh, YouTube every day, and it's a great it's a great platform. Um, you know, to, 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 if you like talking baseball, we we get into some other stuff too, but it's mostly baseball with players and writers that are in the know. And, uh, yeah, we'll be out in Seattle for the All-Star game, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be a good time. AJ, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Hopefully we can do this again. 
Yeah, let me know, guys. You guys have a great show. Thanks for having me on. Take care. A.J. Prasinski, former Cardinal catcher, won the World Series with the White Sox back in 2005. Uh, he, he's been around, and he is, uh, like he said, he, he walked into the nicest clubhouse he's ever seen, and they needed a little bit of a, uh, a kerfuffle in that 2014 clubhouse, and they go on and go on a roll and start winning. A little sandpaper look great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you brought that to the table. That. Yep. Yeah. And just I, some I, energy. It's yeah. just something different. Yeah. And isn't it great to hear about uh, Luis Arise having the lowest exit velocity? low in baseball. <laughs> Don't you just love Don't that? Don't sign mm. him. No, no. What are you doing? He'll only hit 380. Hit. Yeah. Store that information away. <laughs>